What's going on, man? It's your boy MIC, formerly known as MI Corleone, reporting live from Stinger Square Park, Grays Ferry, South Philly, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. For those that don't know, it's out the country and all that. You probably know us most for Will Smith, Meek Mill, Lil Uzi Vert, Bernard Hopkins, Rocky, but he ain't from here, that's a fictional character. Um, who else? There's so many to name. Bill Cosby. <laughs> but, um, this place bred so many real ones. So many ones that moved on and never came back and they lost track. And now that's why they license shambles like Bill Cosby. He lost track of what was going on in the environment that we were in and what we were going up against as people living in poverty, period. Don't matter about the skin color. It don't matter about none of that. Uh, we in poverty, y'all in poverty. And uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, man. And uh, you know, they trying to gentrify our neighborhood, man. And, you know, I just came back to the neighborhood recently, you know. Um, after being out a couple different spots. But, um, what I'm seeing going on is sickening. It's sickening. I'm talking about yesterday... What I seen was like, it it's my fault, DJ killing it over there. Um, what I seen yesterday when I was just in the crib was, was sick. I mean, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend, so, you know, they had the music going crazy, three in the afternoon type shit. Excuse my language. Three, three in the afternoon type stuff. Sunday. Everybody got off Memorial Day weekend. Or if you got work, you just stuck. You better get some earplugs if you live in the hood. Because um, you ain't going to be getting too much rest. So, I say that to say, you know, we have new people that are uh, a, a different kind of people that are moving in in our neighborhood. And I call it our neighborhood because we put in <laughs> the work here. Um, it's crazy because I'm looking at my man Kev, my old head Kev's house, and I'm saying that they, re they remodeled that. They turned into one of them three-story jones. It's crazy, man. And, and, uh, 1,400 
which is 34th, 33rd Street, and uh, 32nd Street. And uh, I'm just like, it's, 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 it's crazy. Why would you build a $350 house? $350,000 house in a neighborhood where the median income is probably about 40000 a year. Do the math on that. Now, to live off that forty grand, some might say that forty that's, that's a lot, that's not a lot of money. For a household, we're talking about, we're not talking about one person. We're talking about the whole house. Everybody in there. 40 grand, they survive off every year. We survive off every year. Uh, well, I, I survive off every year. How about that? Uh, and they're putting these houses up. And at the same time, the ran them out for three stacks a month. That's crazy. How you ran them out for three stacks a month and the median income is about, it's not even 40, it's about 30. Well, you know, they bumped it up recently because um, some some big-name people bought property here and uh, their salary is something, but they're not going, they're not living here. Just their salary is higher. So it makes the overall salary of the neighborhood look a little bit higher than this. There's a lot of stuff going on with this gentrification, man. And I never knew nothing about it until I lived, for the last 10 years, I lived, lived in Fishton. Um, anybody knows anything about Fishton, it was once, a, um, it was a Irish hood. Um, Polish hood, you know, Irish. Um, you know, right right next to Kensington. Um, but all the poor Irish folks got pushed right out of there, just like they do in an African-American neighborhood, a Spanish neighborhood, a Chinese neighborhood. They don't care what kind of neighborhood it is because they doing the same thing to the they're doing the same thing to the Cambodians down 5th Street. And uh, it's sickening. It's really sickening. I mean, yesterday, the DJ was killing it. And uh, he was killing it. The DJ was killing it. And I was in the house grooving so. I was opening up all the windows. I was grooving to it. Now, my next door neighbors, 
I don't even give a fuck if they hear this. I don't even know if it was my next door neighbors. To be honest with you, I know it was my neighbor. Let's just put it like that. One of my, some of my neighbors. I know a couple of them felt this way. New neighbors, may, may I remind you. But they just seen me move back. So they think I'm new. You feel me? So it's probably about alright, let me let me let me let me think of the exact numbers that's on the block still from back in the day. Um it's probably about eight houses at the most that are still got people in them, you know, that was just originally from there. And I'm talking about this is a block where my family owned most of the houses on the block. <laughs> and, you know, another family in the hood owned the rest of the houses on the block. They damn near. So it was like, we were all family. Because we all, you know, we're mixed in together. You know, when you're in the hood like that, that's how it is. But anyway, to make a long story longer, they start banging pots and pans and stuff to try to kill the groove of what the fuck was going on. Like, basically, it reminded me of some, I don't, I don't even want to say racist stuff because... But it reminded me, because they were playing hip-hop, like, they were making fun of it, like, the drums sounded like they, was banging, they were banging pots and pans, like, that's how it sounded. Now, mind you, they weren't playing nothing with no curse words in it. They were playing more popular shit. Um... And this is going to be a problem because I can already see the class because it was making me so angry because I was grooving with the music. That's what I do. I was making my coffee. This is what I do, you know. Um, I don't even know how to tell. Let me hear somebody up, man, and see how they feel about it. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> You know, can you prescribe some drugs for me, man? <laughs> the Queen Mary just got that voice. Can't play too much of it. But who are you, Dr. Dre? <laughs> are you a real doctor, dude? I mean, like, you know, can you prescribe some drugs for me, man? Come on, dude. I, I, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll split whatever I get with you, okay? <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, uh, all right. Let me turn that off. Right. I'm going to talk about some things that I'm really, really tired of. You understand? Like, 
when I say really tired, like, I'm really tired of this shit. Um, excuse my language, man. So early on uh, July 3rd. July 4th weekend. And, um, <laughs> the whole thing is, it's my thing. If you want to try finesse somebody, at least have some finesse with you. <laughs> you can't finesse nobody with no finesse. I mean, it's just, it's, it's basics. I mean, don't even. But anyway, some shit been getting to me. Like, um, I'm so tired of people wanting to be the, um, the person to give birth to bad news. Like, you see somebody chilling, whatever, you know, you come up to them, yo, you know, what's in that man? What is this? You know, they died and that's in the, like, damn, dog. It's a time and a place for everything, bro. If you see somebody all happy and, you know, they, um, they, they got a smile on their face and, you know, they enjoying the day, um, you know, they might be kicking it with somebody, they might be kicking it with, um, you know, one of their homies, whatever, um, and then you got somebody like these dudes who would just come through and just trying to ruin everything. Yo. Sorry to hear about what happened with your aunt three years ago, dog. I mean, I know uh, I ain't talked to you about it since then. I know I've seen you 50 million times since then. Sorry to hear about that. Like, you be thinking about something totally different, and they just think, like, how can I, what can the fuck I say to him to throw him off of, of his bad day, or her off of her bad day? I see women do it all the time to other women, and to men. What? Don't go around a woman. Insecure women, woman. Insecure women will mess your whole month up. They'll have you think that something's wrong with you, when really it be just something wrong with them on that day at that given moment. But sometimes people let that shit last with them. And I'm not going front. I've been in that situation. Or somebody say something. And, and that shit just resonate with me. For, and they actually don't even, uh, the knowledge don't even be, uh, the knowledge enter my, enters my head, but I don't seek the wisdom in what they're saying. So, it's usually, you know, late at night when I'm chilling, um, you know, relaxing, um, 
making my music every, every, most every night I'm in the studio working, um, making new beats, um, trying to get into this, you know, digital world and, um, sending new beats out, and, uh, not just beats neither, I'm talking about tracks, I'm talking about, um, whole tracks, if, if you want three verses and a chorus, you can get that, if you want a verse and a chorus, you get that, if you want just straight vibe out tracks, you could definitely get that, <laughs> that's what I'm on right now, I'm talking about some straight different stuff, if you want something different than what's in the game right now, the same old, same old, because I ain't going to lie, people are mastering other people's skills. And in certain instances, that's fine. Because, you know, I'm trying, you know, there's plenty of people that I, um, I'm trying to master my skills off of. Um, the RZA. Um, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, definitely. Um, and Dre, people say, like, um, uh, you know, he don't make all the music, Scott Storch, Mailman, all them. They, man, when you put this song together, if somebody just played piano on it, that's what they did. But you, you didn't produce the song. You didn't make the song a production. All you, you play piano. I'm not going to say all you did, but you play piano, which is a big part of the production as a whole. A producer... Is like the person that, um, you know, I know I'm going all over the place. It's just Saturday morning ride. Um, trying to get these podcasts done, get as much content out as I can. It's July 4th weekend. I'm already behind in content. And, um, trying to get as much out as I can. And, um, uh, I'm trying to give you real content. So, um... A producer's job is different than a beat maker's job. There is a difference between a producer, a music producer, and a beat maker. It's not a huge difference, but it's a big enough difference to label them as such. Um, it's like calling, um, it's like calling, um, it's like calling a janitor, an electrician. He might know how to do some electrician work, but 
he's not a full-fledged electrician. Get what I'm saying? Um, so that's the difference, like, between a producer and a beat maker. Um, a producer is going to get you everything you need for the track. Um, you need such and such to sing the chorus. I might not be able to get such and such, but next time I see you, I'm going to have somebody else in place. And I'm going to have that chorus in place. And people think that these beats are just so easy to make because you see Nick Mirror capping people, making beats already, and then doubling back on the beats and then making it look like he made it in three minutes. Bruh, anybody could do that. Anybody could, anybody could do that. I could put beats like that together in two seconds. Is it going to be a hit, though? I'm talking about, is it going to win a Grammy? And this ain't no disrespect to Nick Mirror. Get your money. Whatever your lane is, but that's not my lane. Just got to let it be known sometimes that's not my lane. That's not the lane I want to be in. If you do boom bap, congratulations that you held on this long without making a new stop. Congratulations that you're holding on. You're a Republican. You're, I mean, you're, you're a conservative Republican. You're holding on to the past. Come on, man. The world's different now. God dang. Sorry, using name, name. I mean, it's cool. I make a boom bap track. It's cool, but then I go make some inspirational music with no drums. Cause I'm a producer. I'm a music producer, not a hip hop producer. Not a rap producer. Not a urban music producer. And I'm not just saying that because I'm Caucasian. I'm Irish. I don't know what white is. I'm Irish. Yeah. It's going to get real, real on this podcast. For all, for now on, all the podcasts... It's going to get real, real. You learn as you grow, man. And that's what I'm trying to do. Um, signing off on that note, man. I got other things to do right now, but as always, it's all love. Um, if anybody feels offended by anything that I said... Whatever, my business is uh, on Google, so you can stalk me and um, come find me. Uh, besides that, if 
you want to have an intelligent conversation, you can hit me on I need beats at gmail.com. I mean, hold up. I need beats by the kilo at gmail.com. Get with your boy. You know, beatsbythekilo.com. Uh, what else we popping off with? Oh, that Philly Fire. That Philly Fire playlist for instrumental. All producers from Philly. If you ain't on that Philly Fire, Fire spelled with a P H I R E. Trying to make this turn and cut in between this cone, and I got it. Alright. Like I said, Philly Fire. Right? Yeah, you know what it is. It's your boy MR Cool. He only here with the boy A-Rab. And I just got one question for him. Well, I got a couple questions for him. We're driving and somebody just almost straight ripped right into us. She must be drunk. But anyway, I just wanted to get my man's opinion since we just drove all the way to the beach listening to the whole Top five whole cities. At the light, turn left onto East Rio Grande. Reasonable doubt. Blueprint. In order. I don't know in order, man. Reasonable right. doubt, though. Volume two, Blueprint. The Dynasty album. Fucking. In half a mile, arrive. Black Avenue album. Avenue and mm. yeah. Blueprint two. You said Reasonable Doubt to Blueprint, Blueprint 2, Volume 2. I think you tried Black Album. album. That's five, right? Yeah, I think you tried Slick One now. What other, I mean, ah, man, that's, that's, that's hard. The Dynasty? Yeah, the Dynasty. The Dynasty? But but that had so many features, man. You know what I mean? It's... I don't know, man. It's, it's, J, it's a, a, the Dynasty, man. That's what it was. It did have a lot of features, but it was his album at the end of the day. I mean... You could say that about a lot of people. But... Our... Top 5 Philly MC. Take your time. We ain't in no rush. It's definitely beans. Gotta put beans in there. I fuck Gotta with, put I fuck with Gilly. Gilly? Yeah. Top five, Gil? Yeah. Gil was on that K Slade joint, so that joint yeah. was fire. I, I fucked with that verse. Um, but I heard a verse from Gil lately. That he did for somebody. Dude must have paid him a couple of hours for it, cause yo didn't put his all into it. I don't gotta focus on the road, man. All right, so Gil Beans and who else? Come on, man. Put Meek in there. Meek. I don't know. You put Cassidy in there. Oh, 
me personally, I put uh, Cassidy took a whole style to a whole nother level. Like, so I, I gotta put him somewhere around there. So he's definitely up there. Cassidy, see, my top five would be. Beans, beans definitely. And Wildwood Boulevard. Um, All right. Beans. Mm, beans. Young Chris. Black Thought. Yeah, Black Thought, definitely. Black Thought, um... <clears throat> The last two was hard. Cause it's just so many. Right. Like it's too many. Yeah, like, like you can go from Gil. You can go to at, the six nine down. That's what I was thinking. Um Spade up. Spade independent. Oh man. You can just go so many routes. But journalists had some journalists. Oh my god, you just go Philly just has so many rappers. But I would have to go with Meek, just because yeah. he put the city back on. Um, and the last one, I would have to put Philly Rappers. The last one. Hmm. I would have to, because yeah. he he was consistent. He was always consistent with the flow. He always killed shit, and I think he was he should have got more recognition and stayed proud. Yeah, no doubt. I think uh, Sparks was was definitely nice with the with the with the choruses and all. But I think Oskino was. Just I like Oskino second best in state property. Second. Chris and then him. Yeah. See, Petey was nice. Petey was yeah, nice, but I though. I like Oskino better like, than Petey. Yeah, yeah, I like Oskino better than Petey, too. But Petey just got some verses that are just like, like that, that Beans Jump. Yeah. That I'll box your fucking head off. Who wanna yeah, be kidding? Like that. See, uh, I, who else? Um, Neef. Neef, I fuck with, but you could tell that he wasn't putting his all. Freeway had some shit. Yeah, Free definitely had some shit. But if you're going to put Freeway up there, you got to put Cassidy up there. Yeah, no doubt. Because Cassidy basically took the city to a whole nother level as far as rapping and metaphors and that whole style. After that, um, Reed Dollars, you can go to... You can go to Quilly. Quilly was a beast. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you Joey can go to Jo Joey. Um, it's just too many, man. Too many to name. But uh, one album. You were on the island for the rest of your rest of your life. One album you could bring. And you can't can't sit there and think about it. Hurry up, you got one album. Reason. Mm. Really? Yeah, I fuck with that album. I would think you would think more like 
reasonable chronic. down to yeah the chronic. That's what I would think. You would think the chronic or, or try to throw a double disc, buddy. Oh, 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 eyes on me or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. I, I would probably put. Uh, I would, well, I would definitely bring uh, life after, life after death, big yeah. double album. Yeah, no doubt. You can't. You can't. That's a hard question, man. You gotta just, just gotta, gotta go with one. Gotta bring an iPod with you. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know. You know, but you might. What if you go there and the iPod? You know, ain't got nowhere to charge. <laughs> Word. But we're gonna have to edit this junk, and we have just like that. Rabo came through. A little one on one. We'll get back to it. You know. What's going on, beautiful people? And everybody else. Hope everybody's chilling. Uh, if you don't know, you should know. It's your boy Amar Corleone. Found a beats by the kilo. Music and podcast productions. Beatsbythekilo.com. Um, of course, the Learners You Grow podcast. Uh, several, several other things that I do. Um, rapper. Um, I put out instrumental albums. I'm producing myself. Um, publishing company. Um, I do buy people's publishing percentages of people's chocolate. And um, I do um, help a lot of people out. And that's what I want to talk about. Now, it's the difference between helping somebody out and somebody trying to take advantage of it. And uh, I guess you could say there's a thin line there. Very thin line there. So, um, point being, since the line is so thin, sometimes the business shouldn't be done by the artist. The business should be done by the representation of the artist. The artists don't have no representation, then he's not worth anything yet. And I'm not saying you ain't worth anything like that. What I'm saying is that your brain, your stock, isn't worth anything yet. Yeah, you made some songs that we heard but you ain't 
make no songs that they heard and that they repeated. You understand? You gotta make the people feel it first. You gotta look at yourself as a brain. When I do my 30 minute consult, freaking, you know, you can go to beastpolykilo.com and you can see there that I do a free 30 minute consulting sessions on Zoom or whatever, whatever, uh, however you want to do it, whatever streaming says you want to do it on. And uh, so when I first saw, and the, this is for uh, people that don't really know whether they want to get in the rap game or not, and don't really know what the rap game entails. And uh, so, when these dudes make these uh, so-called behind-the-scenes jumps, they don't be really just Letting it rock out. Them Jones be edited like a motherfucker. You think it's gonna show somebody that they're trying to promote? You think the record label's gonna show somebody they're trying to promote fucking up 14 times in a row? Because if you think that, you must be out your mind. Them record companies are putting money on them for a reason, man. It's the season, man. What's going on, man? It's your boy, M.I. Corleone. Founder of BeastBodyKilo.com. Founder of BeastBodyKilo. Music and podcast productions. And I just wanted to let you know that my new instrumental album, The Early Days, Beat Tape, Days, spelled D-A-Z-E, Beast by the Kilo, the early days. It's your boy at my Corleone, man. I'm letting you know it's nine tracks of fire. Um, it's called the early days. It's because all the beats are more like beats that you would just zone out to and listen to instrumentals. And um, if you could rap to them, you could rap to them. But uh, mostly they're intended to just fall back, relax, um, listen to music with no words, smoke something, drink something, and uh, pretty much just um, have that be your musical therapy. You know, they say if you sit in silence for about 20 minutes that um and just think every day that um that'll help you with, with your, whatever you're trying to do so bottom line is that if you listen to about 30 minutes of an instrumental album 
once a week, every day if you want. And I'm dropping new content all over. Just put five new beats besides the other nine on my beatstars.com backslash beats by the kilo. Once again, beatstars.com backslash beats by the kilo. Go to my SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com backslash beats by dash the kilo. Or you could just go to beatsbythekilo.com and cut all that up. Now let's get back to the podcast. You know, South Philly, ride with your boy. The whole world, ride with your boy. Hollywood, Wharton Street. You already know. Ah, let's ride.